So um, if it comes down to it and you can save my life one day, I would be eternally grateful. Okay, let's do this. Hello, welcome, and for Chris's sake, my name is Chris Anthony Lopez. This is episode 30 of the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I really, ooh, really, really do appreciate it going over here, dropping everything as I start recording the podcast. Make sure you go ahead and share this everywhere with your friends, your family, your coworkers, or whoever you feel like sharing this with. I really do appreciate all the love this podcast gets. Truly, it means the world to me. And, oh man, the last few weeks have been weird. To say, to say the least, right? And I know when I talked about Falcon Winter Soldier on the podcast last, I mentioned that I went through some stuff the last few weeks that really, you know, um, really affected me. I don't know how exactly. <laughs> it just, uh, it got discouraging at a point and uh, burnout was a thing. Burnout is a thing. If you feel burned out, take a break. I recommend doing that. Um, that really helps. But um, I mentioned a little traumatic experience that I had that uh, really could have went sideways if done uh, inappropriately or if I waited a little bit longer than I should have. Well, I mean, this is um, another PSA, so I have to ask the question, how important are allergies, right? Sounds like a dumb question. Well, let me explain. So I have a severe allergy to peanuts, right? Like peanut butter, Reese's peanut butter cups, you know, the go-to snack for baseball games. Yeah, yeah, those peanuts, right? And people say they have allergies to like pollen and like all this other crazy stuff. And those are definitely just as valid, right? Like I totally get those. And we should definitely be mindful of those as well. Because allergies should not be underestimated. I'll say that. And for anyone that's known me for an extended period of time, Odds are you know about my peanut allergy, but maybe this is something I should change going forward, but I don't tell people that. I don't like telling people that I like or that I have a peanut allergy because I, I don't want the attention. I don't want people to worry about me. It's just a selfish thing that I do that I, I, I just don't want to. I, I don't want the extra special attention, right? And this has been a thing that's always been a part of my life. It's not that I just found this out recently. Like, my whole life, I've known I had a peanut allergy. Ever since my mom gave me, like, peanut butter on a cracker or whatever the hell it was when I was a child, and she saw that I had a reaction to it, like, my face inflated like a balloon. She's like, oh, my son is allergic to peanut butter or peanuts, right? Okay, great. So my whole life, I went avoiding peanuts to the best of my ability. And I've had incidents where... um my like my uncle gave uh, one of his dogs peanut butter right before I went to play with the dog and the dog slobbered on me and I broke out in hives right but that wasn't a big deal yeah it was hives and that's pretty nuts right pun intended but I I didn't think it was a big deal right I didn't think it was a big deal and my whole life I've been avoiding them whether friends have offered me peanut butter related things I'd remind them if they already didn't know or I would tell people if 
the opportunity would come up or if the thing would come up like, oh, hey, I'm allergic to peanut butter or peanuts, whatever. Just keep that away from me. And of course, people would joke with me or I would joke with people, you know, like it's not something I I took seriously. It was never something I took seriously. It was always it was always a joke to me, to be honest. Like not that I I was out here uh, playing with peanuts or anything. No, of course, like I I'm dumb, but not that dumb. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, two years ago, actually 2019, it was the summer. I just got out of college, my junior year. I just got out of college or my junior year of college. And I went home to see my mom on Mother's Day. It was Mother's Day of all days to go home. And I was working that day. I was at my my previous employer. uh, Shout out to Ben's Pretzels. I love you so much. And my mom wanted me to at least spend some time with her on Mother's Day, you know, as a mother would ask of her son. And I did. Like, I got off of work, went home. My whole family was there. My mom, my aunt, my grandmother, my stepfather, my brother, my cousin, my dogs. And yes, this this story's leading somewhere, I promise. So my mom had wanted Chinese food. That was like the one thing, or the two things she wanted was to spend time with her sons and she wanted some Chinese food. Okay, great. Like, that, that's fantastic. So, we we start eating. I forget what I was eating. Like, China, I was eating, like, orange chicken or some shit like that. Like, my go-to, right? The, the basic option. The good option, but the basic option. And my mom asked me, she's like, Chris, like, have you had an egg roll before? I said, yeah, because I did in college. Like, I had an egg roll before, and it was, it was all right. Not a big fan of egg rolls, especially after this. So my mom's like, just try this one. Try it. Just try it. You know, our parents always insisting that we try new things. Okay, I can rock with that. She she asked me to try the egg roll. I'm like, no, mom, I don't want to do that. Like, I, it looks gross. <laughs> I don't want to eat that. And she's like, come on. I'm like, all right, fine. So I put on my plate. I take a I take a one bite out of it. And I'm like, yeah, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> and I chew it. I swallow it. No big deal, whatever. And uh, I'm joking around with my family. We're all there having a, like, just a grand old time, right? And then I get up to go play with the dogs on the floor because that's what I do when I'm home. <laughs> I get on the floor. I play with my dogs, um, my dog Sophie and Coco. I mean, are they important to the story? Not really, but I like uh, talking about them and I can. And I, I'm playing with Coco, who uh, she is the youngest. She was a, she was a puppy at the time. So I'm playing with her on the floor, rolling around on the floor, and my head starts itching, like, really, really bad. And then I'm like, okay, like, no big deal. Probably just, you know, the dog. And then the, the itching from my head moves down my face, and it moves down my face to my throat. And it got really scary, right? Because I start, I'm like, ah, like, this hurts, you know? Like, it's causing me pain. And this is maybe, like, five minutes no, no, like 10 minutes after, you know, I eat the, the damn thing. So then I, I'm like, ah, so I get up and I look in the mirror and I'm, I can't help but scratch my face. And then I go to my grandmother's room because she had like a big ass, she has a big ass mirror in her room. And I go and I look at myself and I look like I, something's wrong. I could tell something's wrong. My eyes are red and my mom sees me and she's like, holy shit. She has like a face like she's seen it before because she had. 20 years prior because i was 21 at the time okay great 
So my mom's like, John, my stepdad, like go, like take Chris to the hospital. And inevitably I go to the ER um, and I can't walk. Like my throat is swelling up. I can barely breathe. My head was hanging out the window to the ER the whole time because the ambulance took too long. My, my aunt had to take me and I couldn't, I could barely speak. And I, they lay me down in the ER. They take me immediately. And the doctor tells me, she says, well, Mr. Lopez, uh, your peanut allergy, uh, it, that's what the case is. They were pumping me with epinephrine uh, to fight off the allergy, which worked, right? Of course it did. It's the hospital. But then she tells me, she's like, Mr. Lopez, uh, so this time it took maybe like 20 minutes for the allergy to really kick in. Okay, great. Well, next time, it'll take 20 seconds. And it'll get faster and faster every time you have a peanut allergy. Or you have some type of reaction to an allergy. And I thought to myself, oh, well, fantastic. Now, I'm really a liability. Because if this happens again, especially with me going back to college in a few months, I'm going to, you know... I, I got to be cautious. I got to tell everybody. I got to be that guy. The guy I didn't want to be. I got to be that guy now. So they give me a prescription for for uh, for one or two um, EpiPens. Like, you know, y'all heard of EpiPens, like the pens with epinephrine, the thing that'll buy me some time to go to the ER to save my life. You know, no big deal. Um, <laughs> so they give me a prescription and um, thankfully um, I get the EpiPens, but... I find out that they cost, before my insurance and all that stuff kicked in, um, they were $600 for each pen. $600. I'm over here thinking to myself, what? $600 to buy me some time to go to the ER? Like, that's, that's ridiculous because the, Ep- the EpiPen doesn't save your life. You still have to go to the ER. And it's like, what, like, why are they so expensive? And I find out there's a line. There's a line for these things. People are waiting for these. And I'm over here thinking to myself, that's just the one CVS location in Northwest Indiana. Imagine the other, the Walgreens down the street. Or the other CVS in town. Or the other Walgreens. Imagine around the country. How many people are waiting for these things? And they have to pony up all this money because maybe their insurance doesn't cover it. Maybe they can't afford them. Maybe they have to do certain things to be able to afford these things. Just to buy yourself some time to potentially save your life. And the EpiPen, again, like I said, the EpiPen doesn't necessarily save your life. You still should go and call the 911. So if you're listening to this and say I have an allergic reaction with you, you should A... Get my EpiPen if you can find it or if I can tell you where it's at. And B, shoot that thing into my thigh and C, still call 911. You're still calling the ambulance or the, the ho- or take me to the hospital or whatever. So I'm over here thinking to myself, wow, $1,200. Like that is, that's like, that's the price tag for your, for like, for a life, you know, because people are dying out here for less than that. And that's crazy as hell to me. I couldn't believe it. I still couldn't believe it. I was the, I was lucky enough to get these damn EpiPens. And I carried them around everywhere. At least one of them. Because you should only use one, by the way. I carried these around everywhere. 
I was going places in in that summer when you know the summer was still we could still like high five humans and not have to wash our hands afterwards, even though we should have at the time. Maybe that that whole pandemic could have been off topic, but I'm I'm going everywhere. I'm going places, doing things, going to ball games, seeing peanuts, right? Having like PTSD and shit. It was crazy. It was wild, and I was so scared, and. It gave me like all this anxiety and I was really sad about it because at the hospital that day, they told me, Mr. Lopez, if you waited an extra 10 minutes or extra five minutes, like something really bad could have happened. I always think back to that night as the night I could have died. And I hate that I'm having this conversation right now, as serious as this is, because I, this, this is nuts, right? Pun again, pun intended. But this recently happened again, and it's been throwing me out of whack, and I, I can't stop thinking about it. I think about it all the time. A couple weeks ago, I go with my friend Christian to go see Kong versus Godzilla like a normal 23-year-old boy would. And we go see the movie, and the movie is fun as hell. It's great, right? And uh, we leave, and he says to me, Hey, Chris, do you want to go to Dairy Queen? And I'm like, hell yes, is not what I said. But for the sake of editing, <laughs> oh, I will not give away my, my real response. But hell yes. Dairy Queen, an establishment that I've trusted and I've gone to for 20 plus years. My mom and I would go all the time and I'd get the same thing. A banana split blizzard's the way to go. Gotta love it. Uh, me and Christian go. It's great. We get our Dairy Queen. I forget what he got, but I, I got a frosted animal cookie blizzard so i stray away from my from my typical option and get the frosted animal cracker option which in theory sounds great and i love me some animal crackers before these braces really hindered that <laughs> so we're eating this this damn blizzard or i'm eating we're eating our blizzards he starts to drive back to Enid because we came to Oklahoma we went to Oklahoma City for it so it's maybe like an hour and a half drive from our home and Enid and like 20 minutes into the drive I start to feel something wrong just something wrong right and I like in like in my mouth in my throat and like it's itching again I'm like oh my god no please and it's it was 20 minutes by the time I was eating the thing and I started to feel something so I thought it was something different like my again, my ignorance and my stupidity is showing right now. But I thought it was something different that it wasn't my allergy and that I'm, I'll be fine. Another half hour goes by, and I am not doing any better. Right? It's not bad. I guess I'm still talking to Christian. We talked the whole way uh, back to Enid, back to our um, hometown or our place of residence. But I'm just hurting, and I tell him like, "Man, can you pull over?" Like, I don't feel good. And he's and he doesn't know what's going on. I don't tell him because I'm embarrassed. And I'm like, I'm like, man, just can you just pull over? Like, I need to get out. So I step out, I'm trying to breathe, and I it's like a wheezing sound coming out of my out of my mouth. And he notices and he's like, Hey, like I, I hear you can't like you're not breathing right. And I start screaming all these expletives at this gas station that we stopped at that was closed so that no one was there. And we're maybe half an hour still from Enid, from the nearest hospital too. Like the near, 
we're in the middle of nowhere in Oklahoma, which there's a lot of that out here. There's a lot of middle of nowhere. Excuse me. And the closest hospital was back where we where we stay, where we work at. Okay, great. So I tell him, like, you know what? Let's let's start driving back to back home. And if I want to go to the ER, I'll tell you. And he says, okay. And I texted my mom and my stepfather. And I told them both, hey, um, I, I'm not feeling so hot. Went to Dairy Queen. Um, I think I'm going to go to the ER. I'm fine, but I'm going to let you know now before I tell you later. My mom calls me. She's at work. And she's at, I can tell she's freaking out. Because, you know, she's in Indiana. I'm here, Oklahoma. A good 13-hour drive. And she tells me, "Is do you have your EpiPen? Which I've had for two years. And I'm like, um, I don't think so. But I remembered I brought my backpack from work to the movie theater with us. Just because I felt like I should that day. And that EpiPen, I, I stabbed my thigh with it. It bought me extra time. And I don't want to think about what would have happened if I didn't have the EpiPen. But I felt better because the epinephrine was in my body now. I still went to the ER. My feet and my legs were still swollen. Um, My face was red. A little bit swollen. Went to the ER. Spent two hours at the ER. Inevitably got back to my car. Drove back to my apartment. Called it a night. Didn't go to work the next day because my boss found out what happened. And he's like, "Man, just chill, chill, pickle. Like, what? What are you? What are you trying to do? Like, stay home. Why are you? Why are you trying to work?" And I felt like shit the whole day, like in chills. I was shivering. Felt like I got the vaccine shot again. Which, by the way, get vaccinated. Expect a PSA about those when I get this next shot. But it's um, it was terrifying. Happened all. It didn't happen to the same extent, but it happened all over again. And it made me think, for the first time in a while, that I lucked out again. I got lucky again. I This time I vocalized with the, with the person I was with that I didn't feel good. They took me to the ER, and I felt so bad for making Christian wait for me all that time. But... It was so embarrassing, but I had to do it. And I don't want to think about, and I haven't thought about what would have happened if I was by myself or if it was worse, you know. And to think about it, the first time was so much worse. Or my my second, technically, my second episode accident was so much worse two years ago. This time was way more tame, but the side effects are still there. And I'm just over here thinking to myself, what the hell? Like... I lucked out again, and there are people still that deal with these things every single day, whether they could be allergic to gluten or allergic to, I don't know, like tree nuts in general. Like, I'm just allergic to peanuts, not tree nuts. Like, tree nuts are fine. Walnuts, pecans, all that shit, that's fine. Peanuts are the one thing that can kill me. And I lucked out again about all this shit. And I couldn't help but think about all the people who are still waiting for their EpiPens when I know damn well the EpiPen I had from two years ago was still helping me out now. And there are people who probably still don't have theirs after God knows how long. And that's so sad to me. I don't know 
why EpiPens are so inaccessible. Is that even a word, inaccessible? For, for folks. Because allergies are so serious. And after my first, or my, my first adult experience with my peanut allergy, I was terrified. I still am. Don't get me wrong, I'm still scared. And last time I went on this whole diet and I made sure that any type of tree nut wasn't even in my, in my vicinity, right? <laughs> like that, I refused to go through that experience again. And here I am two years later, around the same time, almost two years to the, to the day that it, it happened again. So what this PSA was 20 minutes later, <laughs> what this was designed to do is not only for me to vocalize this experience and to share it with everybody, but to not only A, let the people know what the hell this whole thing is, right? Like I've been telling people about my allergy for 20 years, for 23 years, I'd be 24 in August. And now this is being dealt, people deal with these problems on a daily basis and, are, and I, and it's so it's so sad for me to think about because I lucked out. I got lucky getting those pens and those pens damn near saved my life this time around. And here I am on my podcast telling you about this. I didn't want to, but I felt like I had to. And I'm just I'm I'm grateful to have some type of support system out here. Thank you Christian for tolerating me and being so patient with me that night. And, um, and my, my folks really, they, I, I, I probably wouldn't have taken that pen if I, if I didn't call, if I didn't tell my folks. So, um, again, I can't, can't emphasize enough how grateful I am for my mother and my stepdad, truly. But, um, for the, I didn't want to make a big deal out of this. I didn't want to tell everybody, but I feel like this, uh, cat's out the bag now. Uh, 25 minutes later almost so just be mindful of other people's allergies if they tell you that they're allergic to something like take it seriously like you don't know what it could do to them like <laughs> I, I i hate saying this but have y'all seen hitch the will smith movie hitch like remember in the movie where he like has that seafood allergy and his face like puffs up that's me that's what I, that's what i look like the first time more so than the second time but still nonetheless this could really hurt somebody it can kill somebody so, like someone's life could end because of this and that is really really scary the first time not only was my throat closing so i couldn't breathe my blood pressure was really high that was going to kill me too had a panic attack had an anxiety attack right during this whole shit and this time around i I, it wasn't the same experience, but damn, it felt like it. Or at least mentally, it felt like it. And it's... Just be be mindful. Just look out for one another. Be careful. I know this whole COVID thing's really... I'm, you always hear, like, be cautious of one another. But even after the COVID thing, if, if there is an after to the COVID thing, we gotta be looking out for each other. And if there is... If there's someone in your life that has an allergy, make sure and help them avoid avoid it at all costs. You don't know what it could do to them. You really don't. 
And the people in my life didn't know what it was capable of doing until I told them. Until I experienced it and told them. EpiPens are, are fun experiences. Uh, everyone should learn how to use one. And um, it's not hard at all. Just if someone in your life has one, it wouldn't hurt to ask them. Just in case you have to use one one day. It could be a life or death situation. And we could all learn from it. Um, I know I have. And I hope if you listen to this, you take something away from it too. Or you share this so someone else can. So, yeah, that's my life. <laughs> Besides that, I'm doing great. <laughs> I have a lot going on. Um, if you all follow me on my social medias, I feel like I'm always promoting something that I'm a part of. Um, it'd be, I have, I have a lot of great people in my life. I do a lot of fun stuff that I love doing, including this, for Chris's sake. And um, I like doing those things. And um, it'd be a shame if I, didn't, if I didn't have the opportunity to do those anymore. So um, if it comes down to it, and you can save my life one day, I would be eternally grateful. So, with all that being said, how important are allergies? Pretty damn important, if I say so myself. From experience, mind you. But, thank you so much for listening to this almost half-hour podcast. I didn't mean for it to be this long, but I guess I'm long-winded. Shocker. <laughs> Share this all over the place, um, wherever you can, with your family, your friends, your coworkers, or anybody that'll listen. I feel like this is a big deal that people don't talk about too much. And I know the whole COVID thing is taking over the the mainstream, uh, the mainstream news. And I mean, we should all be mindful of COVID as well. Go get vaccinated, please. I already got my first shot. Um, go get vaccinated. I would like to do some fun things over this summer, and we can't do that. I can't do that. We can't do that. Unless we're in a safer and better world. Better country, really. Well, world. Because the whole world's still dealing with this. So, uh, make sure you share this. Follow the podcast. Subscribe to it. Comment on it. Or if you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating. It means a lot to me. I do read those. Uh, thank you so much to all the folks who have left one. Uh, f- subscribe to my YouTube channel. Watt, W-A-T, Real, with two E's, Entertainment. I do a few shows on there. Uh, Spin from the Real and Wrestle Real. And I'm doing more shows on that channel over time with some people who have been on this podcast before. So uh, make sure you go ahead and subscribe to that channel and show support to you, boy. I really do appreciate it. My name is Chris Anthony Lopez. And for Chris's sake, I'll see you guys next time. Be good people. And my God, just look out for each other. Seriously, it goes a long way.